2: plushcare.com slash weight loss
0: hello welcome to another realist of book club uh, this week we are talking about mother's day by abigail burdes and she is here hello abigail how you doing hello
3: richard how are you
0: i'm very good it's lovely to see you we've known each other for many years uh, oh, so it's lovely to see you again uh, and uh, for people who may not be aware of who you are, Abigail. I mean tell us a little bit about your pre
2: writing this very, novel. It's very, very
3: unlikely that anyone is aware of who I am, so <laughs> I feel like I should just go around introducing myself constantly <laughs> on the screen. But um yeah, I I normally uh, I normally write comedy mostly. Sometimes yeah. I'm in comedy things. I'm usually by mistake someone puts <laughs> me in something. But uh but I'm a sort of a lapsed actor now I'm mainly Mainly write kind of um, jokes for other people. That's my main Good. job. Yeah.
0: Good. Um, and um, so, what? I mean, what what made you decide to after writing for TV for quite a while, you decided to yeah. move into novels? What was the impetus for just writing a novel in the first place?
3: Because uh, I ran out of work. No, it was because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was
3: partly that. I really wanted to write this story, obviously, but. Um, Yeah, it was in second lockdown and I've been sort of keeping going, writing animation and, you know, anything that could still be made without getting people coughing on each other. And then we got to second lockdown. I was like, oh, I don't actually I'm not actually constantly chasing another job. I have got a period in front of me where I could write a thing. And so as long as someone else does the kids homeschooling. I'll be fine. So I did. Uh, so I started. Uh, yeah, so I wrote this story, which um, I had the idea for it like 10 years ago. So, yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd written it as a film idea. And then I'd so I've written like a treatment for a film. And then I failed to sell a film as I fail to sell all films that I write. Of
0: course, as we all, as most writers do.
3: (laughs) So, so yeah, occasionally I kind of get the corpse of a film and, like, try and reanimate it, like, Weekend at Bernie's and go, guys, I got a great idea for a movie. And then, but, yeah, I I tend not to have very much luck with it. So, um, yeah, so I'd written it as a movie and then... um, I was talking to my friend Susie Steiner, who I don't know. She wrote Missing Presumed. Mm. Um, she wrote three really amazing crime books, and she was a good friend of mine. She lived just around the corner, and um, she said, "Why do you spend all your time writing?" tv that doesn't get (laughs) made that's my genre that's what (laughs) so um why don't you write a book and she said you know you should write about mother-daughter relationships uh she was right she was right Uh, she actually yeah she sadly died last year oh Oh, okay uh, but um she she was a good friend with a good i Uh, ended up dedicating the book to her so that's nice. Oh,
0: that's, yeah, that's nice. And that's, you know, so it's, it's good often where those, you know, a conversation with someone can send some, you know, you offer new direction. Now, we had Matthew Holders on last week, who obviously yeah. wrote uh, the Garth, this Garth, Garth Merengue. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's interesting that he too has sort of moved after being frustrated by TV and the way TV's going and how difficult it is. As you know, as 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 am I, <laughs> how difficult it is to get anything made. Um yeah. and so you you find your own way of doing things. And you know, he moved he he found moving into a book was the way to go and it's kind of an interesting interesting parallel for you after all those years of writing Gosh, screenplays and, and TV scripts yeah. to kind of head to head towards a book, which you it's know, also, it, it is come.
3: No, it's also like it's just you just have so much power in a book. Yeah. So in Telly, Telly, it's always like change this, change that no make your protagonist 10 years younger and hotter okay do it, you know there's a lot of that so uh, it was really nice to be able to write you know to have total you're god of your own world in a novel aren't you so yeah yeah
0: yeah i think you know i think yeah that was uh, that was basically what we discussed last week just sort of enjoying that autonomy and and being you and your editor and uh, and getting on with it um so like it's very difficult always with a novel to talk about it too much because obviously this is a novel where a lot of surprising things happen yeah. and the plot is sort of everything. So I'll let you, I the me attempt to say what happens and then just give away all the surprises. Yes. I will let you give your uh, analysis Ew. of what, what the book is about. Uh,
3: the book is about Anna, uh, who got left on a traffic island when she was a baby and she uh, finds this clue to her identity in the bag that she got left in and uh goes and meets her birth mother for the very first time and discovers yeah. on the same day that she herself is pregnant so and then gets uh into this world of the birth mother who's just this kind of amazing eccentric character who welcomes her in to this wonderful rich people's world and uh and is it too good to be true and that's, <laughs>
0: that's
3: uh, yeah the
0: yeah, it it is, it, it is. is. I'll give it that much away. It is too good to be true. I'll give that away. Um, and, and this, uh, this, uh, this idea came about as a result of something you saw on Facebook. Is that right? Was that was that what? Sort yeah, of I saw this the, woman.
3: It was like ages it? ago when everybody was right. like, um, there was this bit where everybody found their birth parents who they had you know where they put up these signs like in a bob dylan video and be like i was left on a platform and whatever (laughs) on the number 13 platform at king's cross station and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. and um and they'd suddenly find their parents who they hadn't you know they'd never known and i at the at the time i i had an ex-boyfriend who was very close to who had done that himself and then so i was quite i was quite interested in that whole Uh, process of sort of trying to find your and um I saw this woman interviewed who said that she she found her mother very very suddenly and she said I really really hope that I'm the daughter she's been dreaming of all these years and I thought (laughs)
0: that's
3: quite a dangerous thing to hope I I'm not sure that a person who left you is necessarily going to be you know you want to be the person they've been dreaming of because who knows what they've been dreaming or feeling. So I sort of, that's where I came up with the idea and sort of, yeah. went, "Oh, wouldn't that be very interesting to see what happens if you, if you do go back and you've got all of those feelings, you know, all of those longings that we all have with our parents for them to be proud of us and, you know, for them to love us no matter what we do. And then we put so much, I just was quite interested in the way that um, a relationship with your mother, it's what you only have to kind of nudge it, just a tiny bit and it's kind of coercive control. So mm. it's, it's that where you know, we rely on our parents so much as children. And then as you grow up, you, you know, you individuate and you go, I'm now I have power of my own. But if you haven't gone through that process quite often, when people find their, find their families, they, they're kind of thrown into that very childlike relationship, like childlike, yeah. um, desperation as well for for love and for support and wanting wanting unconditional love essentially which is yeah. uh which is something i don't think you can really really get <laughs> i think you can, you don't really believe in unconditional love okay. you know it's something no. you know it's quite an interesting like obvious like the child the, the love of a mother for her baby. Is unconditional, isn't it? Or a parent yeah. for their baby, but then as soon as the as soon as you're not a baby, as soon as you have any kind of power, then conditions do start to arise,
0: <laughs> like yes.
3: you know, don't hit me and you know stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's definitely interesting. That's definitely obviously mothers and daughters, and I know, and parents and children is obviously a, a rich area. The characters also lost. Her adopted mother as well, so yeah, yeah. very young, so she's sort of been abandoned twice, twice. Yeah. um and then and then her father adopted father has put her in boarding school, so she's sort of been adopted, abandoned uh, many times <laughs> third so third she's time. got so yeah. she's got a lot of lot of issues is any of this uh Happened say, in yeah. your life is <laughs> <laughs> why? Why was this? Um, I, I have you were you left in a handbag? I don't think you were left in a handbag, but I, maybe I you were not
3: left in a Did you go to boarding when... school? I did, yeah.
0: So, yeah. weirdly,
3: I found out afterwards after I'd written it and I told my mum what it was about. And she was like, Oh, oh, she was left at, on a traffic island that like your best friend when you were right. A baby. And I was like, What? And she said, so apparently my my best friend when I was like three or four was left on a traffic island, so I was like, oh, Wow, yeah, isn't that weird that I had gone in and I hadn't <laughs> yeah. I just hadn't remembered it at all so I was just like, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah i've been i went to i went to boarding school
1: on a yeah. scholarship
3: I might add scholarship <laughs> I always add that not posh um so yeah no i i got i went uh, on a scholarship to a posh boarding school, and so yeah, there is stuff in there obviously about the like um, what it's like being <laughs> abandoned but like you know, <laughs> got, yeah chucked into a sort of that's quite interesting because it's like an entirely child environment there sort of aren't it's very lord of the flies
2: yeah
3: <laughs> there, aren't, there aren't adults you know there are no there's no one to guide you really so you tend to come up with some quite weird magical thinking and that's a lot of that's still in my character, Anna. She has kind of very almost religious thinking. She's always looking for signs and portents and clues yes. as to how to behave and what to do because she doesn't really know because no one's ever told her. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I mean, she's, she's, got a, she's, she's got a pretty chaotic life. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what it's she's also not, about.
2: She's not, not going great life. for her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not going great for her, she's fallen pregnant, <laughs> she's not quite sure to whom, and yeah. uh, and she's got a t- sort of t- terrible, well, alcoholic boyfriend, and... Uh...
3: Oh, everyone says he's a terrible boyfriend, I think he's great, it just shows he's you not, how bad i <laughs>
0: No, no. Yeah, I, I was. I wondered, he's, he's terrible because he's an alcoholic and he's a bit, you know, and he's a, a bit of a loser and he's gets in trouble with the police and yeah, uh, yeah. while trying to be nice. But yeah, he's he's uh, he's got some secrets of his own and some issues he of his has, own to work through. Yeah. Uh, again, we won't talk about that too much. I tell you what, I just while I remember, I'll just uh, one of the reviews I saw. Uh, I, I don't think this gives too much away, but just to, to allow people to see how uh, dark this book is. One of the readers yeah. who's left a review on one of the on one of the Goodreads has done a content warnings for this book, which I think speaks <laughs> this, spe- which speaks, I don't, it makes it sound, it makes it sound a lot, like even worse than it is. It is quite dark and it is quite full on. And there are bits that will make you, uh, you know, gasp uh, I hope. gasp, and think and think about it. It's, it's great. There's bits that make you sort of step back and go, okay, let me have a think about that. Here are the content warnings. This is going to take okay. me a little while. Blood, blood, pregnancy. I don't know if you have to be warned about that. Sexual situations. Vomiting, alcohol and drug use, profanity, derogatory language, fertility issues, mentions terrorists, torture and organised violence, survivors' guilt, slavery, scars, child soldier, cancer, postnatal depression, miscarriage and suicide, physical assault, adoption, fat phobia... Uh, yeah. Death, murder, vehicle accident, sexual harassment, mental health illness, PTSD, yeah. antidepressants, antipsychotics, disassociation, <laughs> cycling accident. don't know if, that, don't know if you need one for that, maybe. Cheating, intrusive thoughts, intoxication, masturbation. So yeah. watch out, everyone. Yeah, that's true. Rape. Rape yeah. also attempted and resulted in pregnancy. Underage pregnancy, self-harm, alcoholism, car crash. That might be covered twice. Passive bystander to sexual harassment, indecent exposure. Uh, yeah. sexual violence, imprisonment, fat shaming. I think we've covered that. Uh, yeah. Domestic abuse, drugging, racism and sexism. So that's what okay. people have to watch out yeah. for. That but makes- with
3: folks. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think you should put that on the front cover of the book because that makes you go, wow, I've, I've got to see what this is. Uh, it is it, it's quite dark, but it's not. I don't think it's called that dark. And, no. it is, and it is, I mean, it's sort of, it's very oh, funny. Oh, it's oh, very, oh, very, oh, very oh. humorous.
3: I would argue. No, but but I, I suppose fat shaming does happen in it, but yeah. the, the book is very much on the side of the non-fat shaming.
0: I think it's just saying these things may occur. I mean, <laughs> you know, Malena, who's the main character, is not the is not the. I mean, yeah. he's a fantastic comic character, especially to begin with, uh, yeah. and uh, and speaks a minor probably she probably says some. I mean, I yeah. can't quite think what what she's that's referring.
3: Yeah, she's a pretty. She would definitely fat shame you.
0: Yes. Yeah those are things that happen in the book rather than yes, <laughs> the message true. of the book yes, is true. terrorism true. and fat, fat shaming are so, great that's not right those aren't one. the messages yeah. um but it is it is very dark I suppose also it's you know what's interesting you start each chapter with a little rundown of where you are you know a sort of scientific rundown of where you are in a pregnancy but it also has uh, sort of vivid dreams about pregnancy, and and obviously we're going through the pregnancy throughout the entire book, and it yeah. gives you an idea of that of the kind of horror and otherworldliness and weirdness, and you know of of being uh, pregnant, which is yeah, yeah. you know again you know it is it it, it is such an altered thing yeah yeah. Well, yeah. there's so much craziness in this book, and also, obviously, when you are pregnant, when one is pregnant, uh, you go through hormonal things that that make you, you know, that change your mental state as well. So there's so much craziness in the book,
1: but it yeah. does really
0: make you think about the process of carrying a baby and giving birth to a baby, and and oh. how alien and and bizarre and 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 sort of that's you know, this is up to in to an extent. This is a horror story. It's a sort of horror. yeah, there's a,
3: there's sort of gothic horror elements. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, but you know, but having a baby is uh, <laughs> carrying a baby yeah. is is you know, and having another human being growing inside you is is sort of if, if it didn't happen in real life, would be considered a, a horror idea in itself.
3: Yeah. Well, as so they rightly made an alien, which is just a <laughs> film about pregnancy, isn't it? I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: But um, yeah, I yes, I am glad I that you felt that you got some insight into being pregnant and what it's like to sort of go through yeah. the process i used that format the because it's a countdown to the pregnancy the whole book is a countdown to birth so um and again like i didn't i didn't sell it because <laughs> at the time uh, alice lowe's prevenge came out which was all set over a course of a pregnancy and i was like no one's gonna all make right. a, a dark <laughs> movie about being pregnant now um but um a great a great movie but um Yes, I think I tried to put those chapter headings in and like those kind of perky NHS advice on what to do each work week <laughs> of pregnancy. Obviously, it's an ironic counterpoint to what was actually happening to her, but also just to try and screw up the stakes. So you're aware of what what's at stake. I mean, the thriller question in the book is essentially, is the baby safe? So yeah. you're you're reading the book to find out if the baby is eventually safe.
2: Yes.
0: Um, yes. Yeah, and you know, but there's yeah. an element, you know, it's it's different than revenge. i suppose, in that revenge is about, you know, or, or is the feeling that the baby is possessing and and, and, it, and the bit the baby's yeah, yeah. evil. But but in this case, we're yeah. looking at at the mothers and whether the mo- <laughs> whether the mothers
3: when are which, evil. And whether... Which mother is evil? If there, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah 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 it's a question. And and who's it's also that yeah. I'm glad you felt like it was an altered state because that's a big question, isn't it? Is like you know when. I feel like motherhood is a time when often even people who don't have a predilection to mental illness or, um, to mental health issues, that's some, sometimes the time you get closest to, um, to the darkness, yeah, to breaking, breaking through to madness and like just the sleep deprivation alone of being a new mother is a time when a lot, a lot of people, um kind of experience you know like uh postpartum psych- psychosis is a thing where people who don't yeah. people who don't you know wouldn't normally experience psychosis experience it because of the combination of the hormones and the lack of sleep and it kicks them into this this other world and there is a subplot in it about um being mentally ill um yeah. so a, yeah so the b story is um about anna's sister who gets very sick during the course of the course of the book. And again, I really wanted to make sure that I know that often mental illness is used as a kind of trope in thrillers in quite a, uh, in, a in a way that really annoys me. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, you know, in that sort of, oh no, she's drinking too much and she's looking out the window and what, not, not slagging off up woman in the window or whatever. Which <laughs> great, great. But, um, you know, it can be used in a functional way and I yes. wanted to make sure that the um, the storyline was treated with kind of respect and what it's really like to experience psychosis, and that it's not simply there as a plot function. It has a function in the plot, but it's not there as a plot function. It's there as sure. a sort of ex- exploration of of that kind of and that actually hebe's. There you go. There's a there's an insight into my life. That bit where <laughs> there's a bit in it where um, Anna's sister realises she's homeless. <laughs> she sort of has a, she has a realisation um, that, oh, where well, she's offered a place in a homeless shelter. And that was something that happened to me. And I was right. trying to, and I was trying to get that. I've been trying to get that <laughs> into a screenplay for ages. Cause I was like, it's such a funny scene to be like, I'm fine. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> and then. <laughs> it is a, well, it's a sort of funny and, you know, and, and, and tragic scene, but uh, so much of this is obviously, the humour comes out of some pretty dark stuff uh but it but it is you know it still remains funny i think what's interesting is when somebody who's a fu- who's a funny writer who writes comedies goes into writing novels or enters the world of literature we you know you are then the absolute funniest person <laughs> that's ever that's ever lived because most a funny novel would be you know would be have three jokes in it whereas when somebody someone understands comedy writing a, a novel Packs it with with funny incidents and funny characters.
3: Yeah, it is that thing, isn't it? That you're just so used to going. Wait a minute, I haven't had a laugh for seven seconds. I've got <laughs> to come up with something. So, yeah, it is. It, it. I have noticed that reading books is there's not a massive. <laughs> I've been reading more books since I've been writing yeah. them, and I'm um, like, well, there's not a massive pressure for people to make jokes. No, and also that it's quite, you know, you can just put in. Yeah, you're right. You put in seven jokes in a chapter, and you're like, this is like. Comedy. <laughs> Proper roll about, talk about comedy. But,
2: yeah.
3: i've tried to put in some i've tried to put in some jokes partly because i wanted anna herself to be funny yeah. like so she's witty herself but she doesn't say any of the things that she thinks so that was quite it was quite useful for me because i normally do screenwriting and so i don't um i'm used to doing show don't tell so I'm just really yeah. used to setting up scenes to show, and then my biggest notes from my ed- from my editor were all, "You're allowed to say what she's thinking.
2: <laughs> you're allowed <laughs> to like,
3: you're allowed to like, just say it out loud. What what's she thinking? What does she want?" And so that became quite a good way of doing that because I'm like, "What? Yeah. What are you It feels like a cheat to me. So it became <laughs> like a counterpoint is that she she thinks the things she's not allowed to say and sure. you know, yeah yes yeah. So the the rude things about
1: the world that you don't say out loud yeah hey it's Paige Desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: And it's you know it, I like the pace of the novel because it sort of starts. I mean, it feels I mean there's lots going on all the way through, but it, do, it the, the pace it feels quite. It, it's sort of yeah. quite slow to begin with, and you're kind of getting used to the characters, and it's and it's and it's one thing, and then I think once. Marlena kind of comes into it, and she is yeah. this very recogni- you know, this very recognisable, you know, out- outspoken, you know, overbearing posh mum who, yeah. who's, who says who says what she thinks, and it's a very funny character. But then, as things, you know, as you're, you're suspicious that things are, are going on, and and then it's a real like it's a proper roller coaster of a load of batshit stuff, yeah, going on for, <laughs> towards the end, sort of smashing into each other. I mean, so it is, it is that. like a
3: that's what I um, want on the front cover—a load of batshit <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> That's definitely a good analysis of it. Yeah, I, I mean it's
0: not- it's realistic, but it but it but also it's it's a very heightened story in that. Yeah. This is this is the absolute worst example of what could happen if you if you met your birth mother. This might happen one in a in a, a, a five hundred yeah. million times, but it's but you know this is the worst possible thing that could probably happen to to yeah. someone in this situation. But well, uh, but funny. she is such she's such a she's such an enjoyable character though to begin with.
3: I yeah, I thought it was really important that I tried to make her fun, yeah, because I think if it was just if she was just relentingly unrelentingly awful. You you wouldn't want to keep going, but it's just yeah. a, that she's also quite appealing, and like lovely and generous and you know funny herself, and has you know she's she's fun, <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Oh,
3: she's kind <laughs> of warm, and you go, oh, I kind of would like to go to a party with that woman, but then yeah, that's the that's the sort of that was the plan anyway. I actually started out trying to write her really cold sort of uber cold, and then right. I was like, oh no, it's not working, so she yes I think I think my own mother's sort of uh fabulousness slowly crept into the character
0: okay yeah (laughs) I think
3: she's got a lot of a lot of my mum's kind of um unpredictability and charm um although obviously obviously my mum's not
0: uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, hope not. I hope not. <laughs> a of, we'll come and oh rescue if she is. But yeah, you know, it is. She's it, it's a very recognisable character, you know. I know, and in fact, I've known other people's mums who I think you know are, do veer from you know that kind of that sort of self confidence uh, and you know the wanting to be involved in and helping everything, to being like a bit overbearing and a bit crazy, and actually dominating people's lives. I've had I had one of my friends mums um turned out you know turned out to be just so overbearing uh yep. so you know it, it is i mean you know, I tried it's a, make... it's, a, it's believable and realistic you know it is um, oh, good. It's a real... i tried
3: to make everything that she did like I, I i i actually asked quite a lot of friends for like examples so i tried to make everything yeah. that she did kind of something which was just a slight exaggeration of what someone I knew had until it got worse and worse until you were just going, Oh my God, did, would anybody do this? And you're like, yep. Some people, some people definitely would do that, but obviously only really, really. Yeah. I, would, I just wanted to write, um, a real villain. Just wanted to yeah. write like, a, you, know, you know, like an old school fatal attraction style, Yes. How dark can you go? And I'm glad. I'm glad you said this <laughs> is the worst possible outcome. It is the worst possible outcome. I you're... think so. <laughs> but it's like that's quite an interesting sort of yeah, like thing of the you know the the structure of a story, isn't it? Is that you want you want it to be the worst outcome for the inciting incident what's the worst thing yeah. that can happen if you found out your birth mother's name well it's this
0: <laughs> yeah. i mean but it is it's such you know it's such a, a dramatic thing to happen which obviously happens to lots of people that you're in one family and then you you find that you're related to a whole group of other people who hopefully won't be as you know as yeah. dysfunctional as these this group of people, but that is still you're still taken from one reality into another reality, and that's going to be jarring and 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 very difficult to cope with and but also, you know, from, like, from all sides. So it's a, it's a very dramatic idea to to. Explore.
3: to suddenly find yeah i mean I feel, I feel like lots lots of people since i've written this book lots of the people i talk to come up with these huge stories of things that have happened in their own families where they're like oh yeah my my aunt was also you know turned out to be my her mother and then you know what i mean like and you're like yeah. what what like these <laughs> vast kind of secrets that families quite often hold and yeah. You know, like nearly everyone I talk to will be like, Oh yeah, my granddad, he was you know <laughs> he <laughs> even thought he was adopted, but it turned out. Or you know, it's all sorts of kind of huge, huge stories that you kind of you you and then you only really tend to see those vast things that happen and particularly I think tend to happen in women's lives because they are associated with like because they're having the babies. These kind of huge <laughs> changes that take place, these kind of it you know, That you you tend to only see those in kind of soaps, yeah, where they're treated as like, oh well, that you know, Cat Slater, my sister, my mum, whatever. Rather than you know, if you put it in Chinatown, it becomes classic art. Do you know?
0: Yeah,
3: (laughs) no, for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. well, it's you know, it's it's a book that again, without you know, giving any more away, it's a book that you'll you'll get gripped by and and you'll want to know what happens and and you know there is it's, there's 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 such darkness in there that you cannot be sure you know you can't really say I, I'm sure this is going to end up fine. <laughs> this it, you're well aware that this could very well end up uh, very very mm-hmm. very very bad and it you know you'll be right to be thinking along those lines is all i would say well, so, I,
3: um, I think i need to give people that warning though like don't <laughs> buy it for your mum for mother's day
0: nah, well that was, that's gonna be ask, the it's...
3: darkest darkest woman in the world just that's uh, that i just really want to say buy it for your partner if she loves a really dark thriller but yeah, not, yeah that's my.
0: yeah i mean <laughs> it's going mom... to happen though isn't it a few people are going to be looking for mother's day's gifts in the in the bookshop and go oh brilliant Here you go mum uh, this is, this is, this speaks for us and our relationship. And uh, then you'll never see no, never see your own family. It's over. <laughs> so definitely don't do that. Um, you yeah. do the audio book yourself, which is, I mean, as a, as an actor, obviously oh, it's kind of a fun God. job, but, but uh, you did, you did a fantastic job. I, I enjoyed it oh, because I'd, very- I'd read, a, I'd read, a, I'd read a big chunk of it and then I, and then I, then I got the audio book and listened to the rest of it. And so I did for a little second, I wasn't sure it was you. I thought, oh, this, they've got a really good actor to do this. Uh, to do this, the Marlene is fantastic. And I thought, oh no, it is Abigail. Oh, yeah, it's good. It is oh, so oh, you're doing yeah. great. You're doing a great, great oh, job. Thanks. on Oh, thanks. Did you enjoy doing? i worried. It?
3: About it. I found it quite hard. I have to say, it was a, <laughs> right. It was my first ever audio book, and it's. Have you done one?
0: Uh, I've only yeah. I've done my my own. Yeah, but there n- there isn't much uh, acting working in it in any of the things I've had to do. Just it's sort it's of just reading. Uh,
3: it's so much. It's like three days of talking. And then my voice yeah. was like, uh, 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 uh. Like <laughs> the, the editor was like, it's fine. It goes with the whole, your life is breaking <laughs> down. It'll be fine. Um, but, and also the accents, there were so many accents. I said, are you sure oh, you well. want me? Because I, I really, really, my Sligo is not very good. So please don't <laughs> write in the, about the accents. Because my publishers were like, just do it a bit. And I'm like, <laughs> you do an accent a bit I think that's just doing an accent badly isn't it I think it's, it's like, they're like yeah but you've got to, the Americans have got to be able to understand it so I've got, so I'm sure there are going to be lots of people going that is a really offensive D- Dublin accent you're doing
0: there. <laughs> I, I, I found it impressive I thought it was impressive the character it's so difficult I think when it's and there's so many characters there's a lot of different characters in this in this book and so you know it is it, to keep them all differentiated, and I think that's the most important thing. Um, yes, we know to, you know who's talking. Yeah. So yeah, so you you because re- it's it's so, I think with an audio book, it's um, you know if it's a good book, it, it pulls you in and you and you're gripped. But it's it's easier to lose focus in an audio book than a book. You know, if you or if you lose focus in a book, you just go back and. And, and and find out where you were, but if you lose focus or, or forget where you are or miss mess up, mess up the characters and audio, but you can get very confused. You can, of course, go back in the audio as well, but I don't know if you tend to do it as much as yeah. You just you, so, just you, stop, know, you it, know it is yeah it is it is you know but it's but yeah so I've read I've read some of it and and uh, and listened to you most of it. Uh, you were listening to it in <laughs> bed. I <did> know <you> <laughs> I didn't say in bed. Uh, I'm sorry oh. if I did. I was uh, I didn't listen to it in bed. I listened I to it in the imagine right. <laughs> you did you wanted me to be listening to it but they said there was masturb they said there was masturbation in that warning so i, I like, thought well i've got to make sure that's on <laughs> that there. yeah there's not
3: much, to be fair there's not much
0: masturbation uh, I, i'm trying to i mean i'm you know you know the book better than i do but i'm there's a lot one scene. goes on. there's one scene, yeah, but right. it is a it is a woman
3: doing it so i suppose that's a okay. bit of isn't it? It's a bit more shocking because you're a bit more like you don't you don't see that so much.
0: <laughs> I, I, I suppose you... so. I don't think that's the you know there's so much going on. I don't think that's the bit that, that when I'm thinking of the book, I'm not <laughs> thinking back to that scene. I think I know where it is now. You have mentioned oh, it, but I but like... there's so many other there's <laughs> so many other things to think about after you yeah. read this book. I mean, I kept I kept uh... looking.
3: I looked at the list of things that said just don't put in your first book. Um, like right writing a group I was in <laughs> it was just like literally everything I'd done was going like <laughs> people people don't like this. People don't like it. And I was like, well Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um yeah, well, but it it's, it, you know,
0: it's, it's a it's a fantastic first first novel. Are you planning uh another book? Have you got I think I read you got a two book deal or did I imagine yeah, that no, I did
3: get a two book deal. So I did um, yes. so I've just finished the second book. Um, I finished the first draft of it, but I think it's going to need a lot of work on it. It's very, again, it's loads of characters, so it's really hard to um, keep it all going. And, um, and it's a very complex plot, but it's um, it's about a stand-up comedy. Ah. So it's about the world of stand-up. It's about uh, <laughs> um, a guy, Mal Price, who, uh, it's like a Welsh stand-up who get, is court ordered to get sober if he wants to see his kid so okay. he joins like an aa group to do a 12-step program and then in order to do step eight like you know make a list of everyone you've wronged do you know the 12 steps yeah. way. make a list of everyone you've wronged he can't remember anything because he was pissed so <laughs> he hires a private detective to find out what he's done right. so it's <laughs> it's like yeah so it's a sort of again it's like a sort of fake and it's a private detective who is a private detective by accident so it's again it's the same sort of feeling with lots of people chaotically attempting to get what they want out of their lives and things going badly badly wrong so yeah it's that
0: yeah, and this darkness within you, Abigail. I mean, is it something that that you've been pushing down? And you seem like a very nice person from when I've the many times I've met you. But uh, you've got this—you know—to even have that in you to to want to create these situations. Has it helped it, you to get that out?
3: I think it might have been just writing comedy for twenty years. <laughs> I think I just had to be so light and go like, and here is the cheery. <laughs> joke about it but now I'm just like I've just got all this like 20 years worth of just gonna gonna say the bad thing um yeah a bit of actor to to say um yeah I have I have had people acting a bit scared of me (laughs) Uh, like I'm still me Don't
0: yeah it it must um, be fun to get that stuff out though like to be to have you know licensed to push things as far as possible. It's, you know, I, I think within comedy, you you know, you sort of have that license, but then there is a, there is a, there's a the boundary which you yeah. maybe shouldn't go with comedy. But because this isn't comedy or yeah. isn't all comedy, you are, you are, you in drama, you really have the license to go into the properly... Dark stuff often and there are, you know there's some stuff in there that, there's bits that um you know again, I don't want to say they are because I don't want to spoil it, but there the, there's bits you think are you know, that's still sort of uh haunted like one of them is just a conversation about uh you know sexual assault and stuff but it's and and how it and how it's uh how it's uh overlooked or uh you know how how someone gets through it um but I keep thinking about that conversation and that's just a conversation so it it, it must be yeah kind of liberating to to push on past through that boundary and be able to to talk about that sort of stuff
3: yeah i mean it's yeah it's quite full on to obviously like yeah i think it's really important that you know again so it'll just like madness sexual assaults quite often used isn't it in yeah every kind of trope in things and it's always it's written like you know there's the dead raped girl and so I I didn't lots of people there's a lot of discussion at the moment about whether it's ever okay to use rape as a plot point yeah and for me I think it's really important that we do use that because it's you know a plot point another name for a plot point is a story and it's really important that those stories get told you know from the viewpoint of people who've experienced that and who, and who say that you can survive it and you can you know you can get you can get over stuff and uh, and I think those those stories are really important as well as the ones where you know I mean I've been watching Happy Valley recently and obviously that's that's very dark that with I've just been watching it for the first time so i have been watching it for the first series but um sort of similar themes but you never feel like they don't respect the um you know yeah. the the depth of a feeling of what happens when when you experience sexual assault and stuff like that, so I think it's um I think it's important that those that those stories get told and um yeah and get told by by women, and also that it's like there's not a a fate worse than death. I think quite a lot of the kind of taboo around speaking about those things is to do with a taboo. About the act itself, which actually only plays into kind of patriarchal values of saying, you know, you should sh- of shame and silence. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I use the word yeah. patriarchal. I should have done that. I should have done
0: that. <laughs> it's dangerous. Because Anna works with uh, refugees; like yeah. she's got a temp job that's last eight years of refugees. But she's got the, this experience of working with these people who've like lived
1: like whose whole
0: existence is this is the terror and horror and you yeah. know and the death of loved ones and the murder and rape of loved ones um and so, so again, you know I, that yeah the that juxtaposition think, of that against yeah. against this sort of cozy you know upper middle class certainly that for marlena but you know fairly yeah. cozy life of, of the protagonists before things go tits up
2: for them terribly wrong. Yeah. yeah yeah i think
3: yeah so that was it that was an interesting thing and i that came out of something that i did i worked in that, I don't know what I'm going to right. do when I stop using jobs <laughs> I've actually done in my books. Yeah. i be like, what do "Don't I put
0: I them mean? all in one book."
3: <laughs> exactly. I've got, to write, I've got to write a writer. She's a writer, <laughs> and yeah, it's that thing where you're like, but "Yeah, so I've yeah, so I used to work in a in an a human rights organization, right? um doc- Documenting um sexual assault, and uh, so that was my job. <laughs> so, right. so I was always very aware that I was. Um, very lucky <laughs> yeah compared to most of the people who i was i was uh, interviewing and speaking to and organizing you know fundraising for so i used to report to the unhcr the un human rights fund right. on uh, torture methods right and uh, <laughs> so so probably maybe that some of that darkness has come from <laughs> reading the files of all of the worst things sure. that have ever happened to anyone. And <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> some of those things had to find uh, a, a way out. Like, obviously it's a lot worse to actually have to experience those things. Of but, um, reading about them is also quite a weird, it's quite a weird job. Like,
2: yeah.
3: you know, and it does, it does sort of skew thing. I definitely think that I have a skewed line of what is i was really grateful for my editor of what was all right to kind of say because you know if you've worked somewhere where they are you are absorbing that sort of trauma yeah. you just become aware of how you know how much of that there is in the world and how very very lucky most of us are in this country and uh, uh, in terms of the the violence that we can expect as a part of our day-to-day lives
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, it's interesting. You know, I, I felt there must be, I didn't know that. I mean, maybe I did know that about you somewhere in the, in the darkness of the past. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, they, they, it seems like, it seemed like such a specific job. I was going to ask whether you had some experience in <laughs> because it felt like, wow, you know, you, you know, a lot about this. Or you've either, you've either gone in deep and researched this or, or you've yeah. done this. So, but yeah, but it, yeah, it's, I mean, that, that's, there, there's a lot going on and you're juggling a lot of stuff in this book. And it is, you know, it's impressively done. I think it is, uh, it is, yeah, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of stuff to deal with. There's a lot of issues, but then that's, it's one of those books that you end up, you know, thinking about the stuff after you've read it, the bits come back to you and you think about, about stuff like that, Though, which isn't, I mean, it's, it's a big part. It's a part of the story, but it's not like a big part of the, the sexual yeah, narrative. Just beyond, I suppose. It's
3: like, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, but it, but it's, but yeah, absolutely. That, um, yeah, yeah, but that's, yeah. And I really uh, wanted,
3: so one of the, sto- I really wanted to have one of the stories being the story of uh, a refugee. And yeah. there, so one of the stories is about a young refugee sammy who uh, sort of has a i won't give it all away but sort of becomes an artist over the course of the book so that's like the there's a yeah so there's a storyline there that i thought was really interesting and i was really really keen to include and to keep in keep in when yeah. we do the tv thing but i'm not <laughs> that'll be allowed to but uh it, things get, get get streamlined for telly don't they where they'll be like i oh, take out these three plots but
0: um yeah it could do but that you know it feels like having done it as a book is that is it something that's in the works or is it something you kind of that it might go to t- is it going to tv already well, it's, or got,
3: is it- it's not it's got um I'm a, yeah so it's been optioned right. so obviously we don't i don't know yeah you don't nothing ever gets made does it but um, well, it's
0: hard, but it's interesting that you know I think from a writer's perspective and, and you know most writers will have gone through what you and I have gone through which is even if you know and you and I would both be considered fairly successful TV writers yeah. and yet most of my work is, has never got you know TV has, has right. never been filmed yeah. or never been yeah. seen so you know it's it's so yeah. it's an interesting thing to think oh you could you know if you've got a really great idea and you you know and no and all the TV people are passing on it to to turn it into a novel and then you could take that and go, this is what it is. And then, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's a really interesting way to go. Not that writing a book is is <laughs> an, an easy option. way of doing it because <laughs> it's I very hard it's to write a book. Yeah.
3: There is something useful, I think, about doing it as a book is that if you have something which is tonally a bit complex, it's yeah. easier to point at a book and go, this is, you know, this is this kind of dark darkly comic, blah, 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 this is what I meant yeah rather than in a in a treatment it's really hard to talk about tone or you know so i mean white lotus nice. i'm sure they didn't go you know they trusted that writer that's a f- very dark yes an amazing crime but it's also got loads of jokes in it yeah and so but yeah. you can't, it's really hard to describe tone in a treatment or and even sometimes in a script where people go mm, i don't i don't understand why <sighs> These people are saying that, and like, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a, <lot> of, <laughs> it's a <lot> comic tone. <laughs> You're going to get a laugh there, and they're like, oh, are you? So
0: yeah, um good. No, well, look, it's 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 uh, it's well, fantastic. Well done, and I hope it does thanks. get turned into a motion picture, is what I want. I say. hope so too. So then, I so hope that, uh, a TV series, then because a motion picture, and then yeah. a whole series of books about these characters. I don't yeah think that one they might, always have those stickers
3: be... on there don't they which say now a major motion picture <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah but let's hope exactly. that happens but uh yeah. but no it's <laughs> terrific I'd, I'd i'd hardly recommend it are you reading any books or have you read any books recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners
3: uh so i've been reading uh again and i read this every time i get stuck i read john york's um into the woods best okay. book on structure and writing ever so there you go
0: okay great We'll look out for that. That is fabulous. Uh, well, look, uh, I look forward to the next book. I look forward to the TV series slash film that will inevitably follow. Uh, and uh, uh, thank you very much movie. for joining. <laughs> Horror movie. You know, it will be a you know it will be a fantastic movie. Uh, thank you very much to Chris Evans for all of his work, and thank you to this week's guest, uh, Abigail Burdess. Thank you. Thank
2: you for having me. Thank you. <laughs>